0: Hello, and thank you for joining us. My name is Molly Carmichael with Zonda's inspirational leadership series, joined by the industry's best in all things real estate. These leaders are literally designing our future for many generations to come with new communities, home designs, technology, retail centers, infrastructure, and so much more. This series is about who they are, how they got started, who inspired them, and their journey to the top. So let's get started. Today, we are joined by Shrevin Parsi, the Chief Executive Officer for American Ventures. You might also know him as the author of The Science of the Deal. It was featured by four books, a great name. You'll learn a lot more about Shrevan and why that's so important, but a little bit about American Ventures. So currently, American Ventures have managed over 15,000 units and acquired several thousand units with a sizable portfolio of multifamily and commercial. He's been an investor in real estate since 2003, but the company really started investing in 2012, and you'll learn more about that too. They have a planned pipeline of acquisitions in the future for about $300 plus. He's a true entrepreneur. He's involved in a lot of things, and yet he still finds time for many philanthropic efforts like, this is one of my favorites. I just love this, USA. Their mission revolves around educating underprivileged children so that every child is in school and learning well. What better contribution can any individual or organization make? Shreven has a really interesting story, and I don't want to steal too much thunder here, but it really is a true American story. So please listen to the whole thing. I think you'll really enjoy it. I think you'll love Shreven. Um, and I think you'll see based on everything he shares, it's really just the beginning for this company. So please join me in welcoming Shrevan Parsi. Thank you for joining us today. We are here today with Shrevan Parsi with American Ventures. Shrevin, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Molly. I'm honored.
0: Well, thank let's you. talk a little bit about you, your company. I just so you're the chief executive officer of this big company. Tell us a little bit about the company and what you do, what your daily role, or what your average day looks like. Share a little bit about you.
1: Yes, I'm the CEO and founder of American Ventures. American Ventures is a commercial real estate and multifamily, both development and operating company. We mostly, offer, mostly uh, build, operate, and hold on to these assets, some of those assets for long-term and some for short-term. We typically partner with private equity groups, institutional investors, as well as high net worth individuals. And then we co-invest our capital in all of our deals. And we're very focused in Texas, being very close to Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, the biggest four markets of the US are well within two hours of our distance.
0: So Shravanak, if you were to give yourself another title other than CEO, what would you say the title is of what you do in your company today? Is it strategist? Is it, what would you say that is?
1: Oh, I think I can come up with three or four. Like I think chief strategy officer, as you said. Love uh, it. Chief passionate officer, as you said, (laughs) or chief La La Land, you know. (laughs) Chief like, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, an intern
0: invent the future and and right and continue to learn. I mean I love intern as as a <laughs> as a title too because we're all learning every day. That's a great title. You wrote a book called The Science of the Deal, right?
1: Yes. And the trade market.
0: So, yes. So tell us how that came about and and if you were to kind of give us an overview of, of what that book's about given your background, now knowing uh that you were a, a pharmaceutical scientist, tell us a little bit about that
1: no i think it's an opportunity that fell in my lap uh, more so than me uh, trying to figure out how to write a book so so in fact i always thought only retired people will write books but that wasn't true
0: no <laughs> and, not at all and,
1: and yeah that's right but uh, uh, basically that was my mindset so i never thought of writing a book but when somehow uh, being part of some uh, a pretty big investment club when they saw my story they said, one of, the, one of the founders of that, like, wow, you have an incredible story. You grew up into, you know, you, you have the trademark for the word American Ventures and you weren't even born here. And then you mm-hmm. moved to US and then did your grad school. And then how did you even get the name of American Ventures trademarked? Then he asked, what does American Ventures do? When he read the story or when he heard the story, man, have you ever thought of writing a book? I said, oh, wow, okay, never. But the the person that asked me all these questions is the founder of the Forbes books. In fact, it's funny, it happened because we were both going in a Ferrari to eat at a dinner, at a, at a good <laughs> dinner. And then this conversation happened in that car. Then I said, what are you doing next week? And then they interviewed me. Then they created a summary and sent it to Forbes. And they gave an approval within like 48 hours or so. Then that started the story of uh, 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 the the book. The book is a clear case study examples that I had to go through, building from a no apartment complex to four thousand units in the multifamily space, and did the full cycle, owning, operating, selling, and then and then all the challenges that came up. And then I I'm a I'm a believer in open AI kind of a style where me too let your knowledge be out. And then someone can make even much better use of you. And I think that's the whole idea. So I was without any filters. I shared my entire knowledge in the book.
0: <laughs> that's pretty impressive. So so going back to sort of how you applied that or, or the storyline behind that, that's really how you built your business. Is that fair to say? That book really kind of talks about not just the art, but the science of how you built American Ventures, is that right?
1: That's correct, in fact, and it's evolving. I think if I had to come up with another edition in two years, I'm sure uh, it will have a lot more stories, Uh, but in a sense, that's that's exactly what the book was.
0: So you need a part two.
1: (laughs) I'm sure, hopefully somebody takes on that.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice, well, I'm, I'm sure there's more stories to come, as you mentioned let's talk a little bit about you and your company. Tell me what you love most about your job today.
1: Yes, I think we we do have a couple of mission statements. Uh, One of them happens to be invest confidently for investors. And when these investors want to diversify and invest in a lot of our deals, co-invest with me in some of our deals, I get to meet some incredible people. Their stories are, I have my story, but every investor, every entrepreneur has their stories, the goods, bads and uglies, all of it. And then when you open up and talk at a personal level, interacting with them is one of my greatest you know, pleasures uh, by being the face of the company. On the, on the flip side of it, the other mission statement we have is, you know, quality housing for the great working American. So when we invest in BNC apartment complexes, which are mostly for blue collar workforce, even though we do invest in you know, class a apartment complexes too, the quality housing for the great working American, we want to provide and build these amazing communities where people want to feel that they're owners of those place, be great tenants and give them the quality lifestyle. And then I'm more heading in that direction with a lot of new developments. So I think seeing, buying a piece of dirt to seeing an amazing you know, community I think that's another thing that makes me like, wow, this is impressive. You know, after a while, Molly, it's not about money. It's about, it's about, you know, what you're leaving, what kind of impact you're leaving.
0: You know, and I, I it's so funny, but I, I do a lot of studies throughout the whole country. And that is something that I remind every client of mine is you know, as we look at this investment it's it really is something you're going to leave behind for 500 plus years i mean that's it's <laughs> i love hearing that from a ceo that's that's just is so meaningful i believe well let's yeah. talk about when you're choosing leadership what are the top ingredients you're looking for in your top leaders
1: in fact uh, i started listening to the masterclass it's an app uh, where you can download pay 15 bucks yeah. a month or so and then you get to hear great stories. So I started watching uh, um, uh, Indra Nui's uh, leadership class on that one. So in fact, I haven't seen anyone summarizing the leadership that well so far. I'm sure there, there are, but I at least I didn't come across. She put everything under seven C's. The, the different C's, I think, I, uh, I don't remember by heart, but it could be as simple as curiosity. Com- mm-hmm. it, it should be as simple as communication curiosity and then I should I should have at least uh rehashed those before the interview but they're slowly coming into my mind what are the seven creativity C's? has
0: to be one of them right yeah
1: creativity absolutely and then th- there's a there's a c called citizenship like be a good citizen in I whatever like you do so we support a lot of local charity organizations uh both at the at the, at the the city level as well as you know back in India where I grew up and at the national level when I when I saw the c the citizenship is be a good citizen, play your part in the community. Like, wow, that I haven't seen that as a leadership quality everywhere. But when somebody put it and outlined it, uh, that was pretty cool. And then that maybe making me inspire, like, you know what, we should donate at least so much this year. And 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 you feel good about it.
0: <laughs> well, that's so funny because you can apply that too to so much in your life, right? Be a good citizen. In the office, at home, you know, in that's your right. community, in the country, in all of the countries. You know, that's that's huge. And well, one of the well, other
1: things well, is competence, you know. That's like, you know, every person needs to know what they're good at. I think years and ago I decided I'm not going to fix my weaknesses. I'm going to hire to fix my weaknesses, but I'm going to just sharpen my strengths. And then when I heard something similar from a big leader, like, wow, I didn't do I did okay then. <laughs>
0: That's pretty. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, as we're wrapping up, tell me, uh, was there a turning point or an opportunity that you had in your career that really made a big difference? And then the same question for you on the back end, the biggest challenge you've ever faced in your career.
1: Yep. Those are tough questions. Both of them. (laughs) And, And the turning point, the turning point was when I was doing my own investments with my own money and a small scale investments, and then having a full-time job, I was complacent in what I was doing. And and then even though I switched to full-time real estate investments, the complacency that was there for two years before I launched this American Ventures platform, uh, I, I regret wasting two years, but at the same time, the turning point was making this big step. Of you know, let's grow this platform to much bigger. And then let's not only you know create wealth for yourself, create wealth for others. I think that's kind of a turning point. And then that laid the foundation for you know American ventures. Uh, and then years down the road, now we are in a 3 version of our company. I think this is going to be my legacy version. Uh, we did great turnaround, great returns, but I think what I do now will will be what I'm going to be, you know, in the future. So I think I'm in that three-pointer version of our company. And the biggest challenge, gosh, there are quite a few challenges. There are quite a few uh, tough situations that, you know, uh, even though 95% of our deals did great, over 70 80% of them well above projections, the 5% of deals, deals that didn't do well, they taught me everything. And in fact, there's a chapter in my book where I basically highlighted the two worst deals And then I ripped it apart. This is how we should have done it differently. These are the mistakes. I'm owning up the responsibility. And these are the conditions that were not favorable. And above all, the day we were closing that asset to sell, there was a lightning struck on the property. So like, gosh, like this is is incredible. Like, how can that even happen? Then we found a way not to push the closing out. Uh, We came up with a solution and we still exited. So it's okay to, you know, cut your losses and move on let somebody else you know see the opportunity and tackle that then just put your good money on bad money so in fact i dedicated a chapter on that book uh, uh, about the two couple of bad deals we did uh, and then hindsight i'm well prepared <laughs> for the next one when that happens <laughs> i'm very well prepared and no matter what not all deals can be good i think uh, that that i i basically you know it's, it's in my brain so that's why we i always Underwrite a deal with all. There's always a fear in me. What can go wrong? I think that fear, if I'm flipping it, it became a positive guiding principle for me. I have fear. I'm. I have fear, but that fear only should help me overcome the challenges that we may or may not see.
0: But you know, you touched on so many important lessons, though Shrevin. And you know, this last one, I I think learning from your mistakes. I I can't tell you how many times i have experienced that in my own life I and mean, when you you learn so much but it you first have to take the chance to then have that you know 5 to maybe 10% learning opportunities then you've really got to look back at that to move forward right well as we're wrapping up top three qualities you look for in your leaders
1: i think that the confidence mm-hmm. in in any leader because if you want to really I think that there's different ways of explaining confidence, but if you're very good at it, you're automatically Mm -hmm. confident. I think that's what, because I invest in other people's companies. I think more than investing in a product, you invest in the people. I think that confidence and, and I think uh, the citizenship I was talking about earlier, I think I also want to see the personal side of every leader. You know, you could be an amazingly successful guy, but if your kids hate you, uh, your wife hates you. What's the point? Uh, so right. I think, uh, I think you need to have that have that balance. And then you said third one. I think not every person, because this is something I'm going to tell my nephew too, because he's applying for colleges now. Uh, and 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 is the curiosity. I think you brought it up uh, very well. Like be curious about everything. Okay, if you want to take, a, you know, he is volunteering at a hospital um uh, you know uh, his free time where like you know covering the front desk uh, and 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 then like be curious like you know what are they doing on that like you know how are they responding curious at everything and i think uh, i should have been a lot more curious on my on my not so great years of my life uh, uh, i think those are the three i can think of
0: <laughs> i love it i love it well this may be you may end up with similar answers but Tell me the top two or three influential people in your life or most inspirational leaders that you've come across and what the top qualities you see in them.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it, the, 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 these leaderships are the leaders I look for, keep changing to the influencers. I think if sure. I had to take the top three, uh, believe it or not, this is a personal story, but how my wife, Took the last years, you know, birthing a child, and then then going through the extra level of keeping the baby at the at the expense of you know not everyone appreciates that, uh, but sure. having grown up in Indian culture, you know, women uh, have the highest respect. They always call it goddess, you know, goddess of wealth, goddess of everything. But birthing a child was existential thing my leaders keep changing, but I think she stands on the top, especially having gone through that phase. that's fresh in my in my brain, you know, not everyone can do it. Not everyone, you know, that's, and then the second is, you know, I'm going to still keep it to the family is my dad and mom. Uh, what they did, okay. like, you know, if it's American Ventures today is because of the, the principles that gave me years and years ago. And then in the in the current world leadership, I think two people stand out a lot. Uh, Elon Musk, mostly because he's taking on industries and disrupting the, the age-old tradition. You know, when NASA rejected him, you know, private space travel or private anything on space launch is unheard of. He, putting his last dollar, he was on a negative net worth to come back to, you know, being being there. That's a true inspiration, but he's disrupting the automobile industry, he's disrupting the tech industry, he's disrupting the the the, you know, space industry, and now... The transportation industry with boring. So, and then, and one person can do it. So, if there's going to be a two trillionaire in in our lifetime, it's going to be him. Um, More than money, it's all everything that he did. And then the other one I like Richard uh, Branson mostly because he was a showman to a businessman to what he is doing. But at age 70 plus, I want to be like him. In fact, I want to be that fit. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> it, it needs a lot of grit and courage to maintain that lifestyle because you can't do anything you want in life. But you chose to be this, and you fitted it, and you fit. Than me, playing a sport today, you know, <laughs> that's like wow. I want to be like that. <laughs> so I, I can think of those. So my mom, uh, sorry, my wife, my mom and dad, and then Richard Branson and Elon Musk. <laughs>
0: you know, I I love that you put. It's it's so sweet. That you put your your wife in family first. I mean, that is so perfect because what better role is there, right? But then to (laughs) help shape and mold and lead, you know, this, our future, which is, you know, your son and, and the future sons and daughters of, you know, the world, and then your parents who shaped you, right? And then, but I love that those are all above, you know, SpaceX and, you know, all the stuff that is, is happening in this whole other world, where they're just trying to kind of invent the future. I mean, there's there's so much opportunity. Well, Shrevan, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you and everything that you're doing. I have no doubt whatsoever that you're gonna continue to create success in the future and keep changing the world. I'm I'm looking for your version of SpaceX and that next invention, now knowing all the stuff that you've done. <laughs> or maybe that could be your son. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But anyways. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I can't thank you enough. It was such a pleasure uh, and we'll talk soon.
1: Thank you, Molly. It's, it's a it's, it's, it's pleasure. And, and also your interview style got the best out of me uh, mm-hmm. and you're very eloquent. And, and, and I think the way you paced these questions was incredible. So, you know, I felt good about myself today because of you.
0: Thank you again for joining us. This is Molly Carmichael, and I hope you enjoyed this series. Please hit like if you like today's broadcast and subscribe if you'd like to hear more from the best and the brightest in our industry. Take care, everyone, and I hope you join us again next time.